we sitting in here, I supposed to be a franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. We sitting in here, I supposed to be a franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. We sitting in here, I supposed to be a franchise player. What up, what up, everybody? Welcome back to another hard-hitting episode of From the Left Hash. I'm your host, JJ Torres, and over here on deck, I got my boy, Daryl Dykes, with me. What's up, JJ, my brother from another? How you doing this weekend? Doing all right, man. Uh, today, we're going to have a little bit of talk about the ALCS and all the drama that went down in that game. Uh, then we're going to talk some college football, a little NBA, and as always, we're going to be talking in-depth about the NFL. But first, we got some sleepers and studs for you. Daryl Dykes, what you got for a stud so far? Well, the stud I have for this week at quarterback, quarterback? I'm going with Jared Goff playing a San Francisco defense that has given up an average of 21 points to quarterbacks in the last few weeks, or actually in every five games that they've played this year, right. um, or six games. Um, so my stud is Jared Goff. All right. Who's your sleeper? Um, I've got Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton against Kansas City. I like that. Yep. Kansas City's given up, I think, the sixth most uh, points to a quarterback so far this year. Their defense ain't very good. Um, and Andy Dalton's got a lot of weapons on that offense. So I think he's going to put up some big numbers this week. I can see that. I agree with that one. What you got as a, another stud wide receiver? Stud wide receiver. I'm actually going to, like I did last week, I'm going to tag team with Robert Woods, pair him with uh, Jared Goff. San Francisco's defense is just not very good. They've given up a lot of points to receivers. Um, Cooper Cup is going to be out again this week. So it's Goff has liked Woods ever since he got in last year, and I just see a big day from him. Who is your sleeper at receiver? Um, I'm going with Kiki Cutie. Cutie. Kiki Cutie. Yeah. Where's little, he play at? Little slot receiver. Uh, slot receiver. Texans. The Texans? Okay. Yeah. You know, uh, Cole Beasley – Tore up Jacksonville last oh, week. Oh, yes, he did. And How <laughs> glorious was that to see? And uh, Kiki's uh, basically the same type of receiver, man. True. Slot receiver, quick. He's got decent hands. And, you know, they're, the Hopkins and Fuller are going to have those two big receivers on the outside busy as shit. So, uh, Boyer and Ramsey covering yeah, him, yeah. QT's going to have uh, <coughs> probably the worst D-back out of, out of the, that defensive backfield on him. Well, and that's what they said about Jacksonville is they're, they're, they have trouble covering the slot receiver. Yep. So and uh, I, think, uh, I, I think that might actually answer a fantasy question we have later. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think that dude's going to gonna have a big game. Running back, what what do you got for a, for a stud? I, I got a big game from LaShawn McCoy this week. McCoy. He's going against the uh, Indianapolis Colts. The last two games that McCoy's been healthy, he's gotten at least 19 touches. Um, the Colts D have given up 146 scrimmage yards and 25.4 PPR points to running backs this season. So I think Mishore is due for a big game, especially if they want to keep it close with Indianapolis. They need LaShawn to, to kind of go off. Plus, could boast his trade value to yeah. maybe get traded to a team that needs a running back. Yep. What uh, do you have for sleeper this week at running back? Uh, running back this week, sleeper. Um and he just became a sleeper this week. Nick Chubb for Cleveland. Nick Chubb. Yeah, he became a sleeper today, as a yeah. matter of fact. Uh so he's gonna be uh he's gonna be starting now since Carlos Hyde got traded to Jacksonville. And I think it's an upgrade, you know. That dude's real explosive. 
that they're going to run the ball too. So, and then they're going up against Tampa Bay's giving up the eighth most uh, points to running backs this year. So, it's a good move. Well, like you said, he's explosive. One game he had three carries for 100 yards and two TDs. Yep. And then for some reason, next game came down on his average. He only had three carries for 21 yards, but he's still yeah. making things happen yeah. when he has the ball. Yeah, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be a good one. And he's been out on the waiver wire a lot. So if you're listening and you need to go Pick check, him up. The, you need to go check the waiver wire see if he's not. And you're probably too late if yeah. you haven't picked <laughs> him up already. That's true. Uh, what you got for a stud tight end? Well, stud tight end, I actually have in from the Cleveland Browns also David Njoku. Since Baker Mayfield took over, he's averaged ten point two fantasy points a game, which is pretty good for tight ends. He's getting a lot of targets, right? Yes, he's getting a lot of targets. And Tampa Bay, in the games they've played this year, they've given up the most yards to tight ends and the most PPR points to tight ends at 20.52 um, in their five games that they played. So looking at those two things, Baker's looking at him. Tampa stinks. Yeah. It's a big day for Njoku. Yeah. Who's your sleeper at tight end? The sleeper, I've got uh, C.J. Uzuma for Cincinnati. Cincinnati Bengals, yeah. Pairing them with your sleeper quarterback, huh? Yep, yep. They're going to have that. I'm telling you, that defense is zero good. They're good on third down, but, I mean, the rest of the game, they're not. The best Kansas part City. about their defense is their offense. Yes, yes, true. But, yeah, I think he's going to have a big game, especially because uh, Eifert's out, I think, again. Oh, Al- Eifert's he, out he, for the year. Yeah, he's in all right. I think their backup, Croft, was out for the year, too. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, and, you know, last game he uh, – he had a he had a decent game, I think. Yeah, eleven point four points, six six catches, fifty four yards. I could see him easily finding the end zone this week. Yeah, against that defense, I, yep. I would agree. And more than likely, you would think they're going to be playing catch up. Yes. So I I think that that's a good move. Yeah. Um, I know we've got a a couple of or maybe that four, four or five questions, I believe. Questions yeah. from our fans out there. What you got for the first one? The first one is from Clifford Bischoff. So his receivers shout aren't out, stacked. Shout out to my brother-in-law. He doesn't want to you know, play the same two receivers. So he, I think you already answered this question in your sleeper section. Yeah. But who would you start, Kiki Kuti or Will Fuller? I would start Kiki just because we haven't seen much of Fuller this year. He's been kind of nursing a hamstring injury. And like I said, you know, he's going to – he's. Kiki's going to draw either uh, – he's probably going to draw draw Bouye, you know, because I'm pretty sure Ramsey's going to be on Hopkins. Yeah, more than likely. So, yeah, I see I see Kiki having a, having a good game, really good game. Our other question so comes – start, start Kiki. Start Kiki, Mr. Bischoff. <laughs> that is from your brother-in-law. So, <laughs> if he's wrong, get him, not me. <laughs> Our next question comes from Josh Powers, and he wants to know if we should, if he should start Kenyon Drake, or against Detroit, or Tariq Cohen versus New England. Now, my answer to him, see if you would agree, mm-hmm. would be Tariq Cohen because, yes, Chicago's defense is better, but it's New England. They're starting to get on a roll with Edelman back, Gordon getting more reps. Um, Sony Michelle, your stud pick from last week, um, getting more ingrained in that offense. And, you know, I just see Chicago having to play from behind, and that means Tariq Cohen is going to get a lot of catches, a lot of carries, and 
Yeah, well, I, I also think they're gonna have the they're gonna try to run the ball a lot more. Chicago is to keep that Patriot offense off the field. True. So, you know, Cohen's not gonna get you know more carries than Howard is, but he'll you know they're gonna use him in that short passing game. Mm-hmm. So, and he could always break one of those easy. Uh, and Drake, I don't see. I see them might maybe cutting back a little bit more and giving Frank Gore the the ball a little bit more just because of that fumble that he had in overtime. Yeah, that would have won the game. Yep. Yep. I mean, they ended up winning they the game won, anyways, but, but you know, <coughs> it could have easily gone bad for him. Definitely. Uh, so I, I I see Frank Gore out touching Drake this week. I know they're going against Detroit. That's a bad defense, but still, I I'd rather play Cohen. More of a, s- a safe bet. To safe me. bet. I would yeah. agree. I would agree. I'm not a I'm not a Drake fan this week, and honestly, I'm not a Drake fan here going out because <laughs> I I do think it's gonna be the Frank Gore sh- not Frank Gore show, but yeah. But as long as they're winning and he's not fumbling, yeah, he's gonna be the guy. That's that's the big key right there. Well, another question was from Robert. Maybe you can help me last. Hymas. Hymas. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'll let you take the first question. Yeah, I think man, we agree you, on the Texas, second one. Dude, you have to be able to pronounce those last names. Man, I wanted to say Jameis at first because <laughs> all the same letters from Jameis Winston. So uh, that, maybe that's part of my dyslexia that I think I have. <laughs> but who who would you start between Gronk or Eric Ebron? Uh, I'm gonna dude. There's no way that I would start any other tight end over Gronk, just because of his history. You know, you, it's like any stud quarterback. You're not going to sit Aaron Rodgers to start Andy Dalton. You're not going to do that. You're not going to sit, you know, Ebron's had a couple hot weeks, but, you know, Rob, Rob's those. Gronk is Gronk. Yeah, e- Ebron's hot weeks are Gronk, Gronk's, you know, easy games. And you the know, moment you sit Gronk is the time he goes off when yeah. he hasn't done anything all Especially year. Especially against the tough defense that's going to put pressure on Brady. Dude's going to be getting out, getting the ball rid of it. You know, getting rid of quick. it quick. So, so Gronk, Gronk. Gronk's going to be right there, yeah. Uh, Gronk all the way. Easy. Easy. Oh, and something else when some of these questions. Also, let us know if it's a standard league or a PPR. Yeah, that it helps us just with some of the answers. I think these are um, easier this week. But or if you're not playing PPR, you shouldn't be playing fantasy football anyways. So. Well, I would, ag- I would agree <laughs> with that. Standard <laughs> is Standard is weak when it comes to fantasy football. Yeah. But our other question from Robert is pick one, Dalvin Cook, Lamar Miller, or Corey Clement. Okay, Cook Cook is out. Cook is out, so, so it's, it's either Lamar Miller or Corey Clement. Uh, way I see in this is Corey Clement. Lamar Miller is going against Jacksonville, and Lamar Miller hasn't done anything against bad defenses this year that makes me think he's going to suddenly break out against – Yes, Jacksonville struggled, but yep. they're still a good defense. One of the best defenses in the, the league. And the also the big thing about that Jacksonville defense is they were on the road last week, and Dallas has been playing really good at Cowboys home. Cowboys whooped up. <laughs> the, yeah. Um, See, that just flushes they, everybody yeah, when the, the Cowboys start whooping people they shouldn't <laughs> be doing. He left J.J. speechless. Uh yeah, I don't know what happened there. Um, See, I'll just take over. I think it should be Corey <laughs> Clement. He's going to get his carries. He's He was the backup to J.H.I. before he got hurt. He's healthier now. Smallwood's still going to get his touches, but I just I still think Corey Clement is against Carolina is still the still a play of of those three. Yes. Um, 
Clement is, yes, yes. Like you said, Smallwood's going to get some touches, but I think Clement should out-touch him. And he's their goal line back. You know, he's going to get mm-hmm. the carries at the goal line, not not Smallwood. And, uh, and Clement and was Lamar, huge in Lamar the Super Miller's, Bowl yeah, last La- year. Lamar Miller's been, been nursing injuries all year, so he's not 100% going against Jacksonville at home. I'd, I'd stick with Clement. I would, too. And you have the last question over there? Yes, uh my boy Leonard Martinez just wanted us to uh to check out his stellar stellar team he's got here. So he's got I'm just gonna run through the starters real quick. Tom Brady, DeAndre Hopkins, Michael Crabtree, Christian McCaffrey, Carrion Johnson, Benjamin Watson, and James White. He had he had Marshawn Lynch, which is uh, a little bit of a bummer. It is a bummer. He's on by. That's what he was asking about. Uh, the running backs look good, man. But you're gonna have to go pick up um, Lynch's backup. Was, uh, there's there's two. His two backups are Doug Martin and Jalen Rashard. But yeah. what they've Martin will will jump into the starters role. I think Rashard is the. I think Rashard, especially in a PPR league, is the guy to have. Yeah, he's, he's shown. Gruden is going to use him. Yeah, he's he's got the higher upside. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, so you, I would right after you while you're listening to this, Leonard, you need to be picking up Richard. Yes, hopefully you picked up Nick Chubb, and that could save yeah. <laughs> save your uh, your problem, your solve your issue here. Yeah. But actually, looking at that lineup, you know, if you have James White and Christian McCaffrey as your starting two, and Carryon Johnson's your flex, or anyone else is your flex, you've got a pretty good. Yeah, pretty good running back because James White is still gonna get his six to seven, eight catches a game and a few carries to spell Michelle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michelle's gonna get the carries, but White's gonna be they're still a lot gonna of balls. yes. And just like you said with Tom Brady getting the ball out of his hand quicker yep. to help against the pass rush, White's gonna be a beneficiary. Yep, screens and flats. Sounds gonna yep. be running. So that is our fantasy segment. Yeah. Uh, hit us up on our Facebook page from the left hash if you have any questions throughout the week. We'll touch base on them. Sunday morning, if you aren't able to listen to this for some reason, we will answer your questions on Facebook. Uh, but please listen to us. Um, yeah, let's move on to the to the important shit now. We will move really on to the important shit. stuff. Um, Cowboys whooped Jacksonville, no, but we'll talk about, about, about Red yet. Sox Astros right now and. Yeah. And and congratulations on your team winning and going to the World Series. Thank you. It thank was you. it was a good I had a, hard I had fought a big win. Part, I had a big part in that. Oh, you did. I saw the picture. Your son was sporting <laughs> Red Sox jersey. Yeah, you know, my boy. You know, they could feel you your gotta, fandom from here. Yeah, you got to start them early, man. You yes, you mean? do. Start them start them off on the right track early. Yes, if sir. Not, you know, all it leads to if you're a Yankees fan is drugs and alcohol abuse. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't argue with that. I can't. <laughs> I mean, I know some Yankee fans, and it's you know, it's right up their alley. Um, but I actually, know Red Sox fans that way too. Yeah, it's kind of so weird how that we is. We're going. Uh, we're going through each game, or you just want to go straight into the no, straight into the deep shit. We're not go through each game. Just talk about the meaningful stuff. You okay. know, obviously, the biggest talk of this series is Jose, Jose Altuve's two-run home run that was disallowed <laughs> because of Joe West. All right, but so let me get your insight yeah, on what jump, you think jumping. that call is. Right, so this is what I'm going to say right off the bat. The call that was on the field, whichever one it was, whether it was a home run or inter- fan interference, it was going to get held up. 
Amen. A realistic Red Sox <laughs> fan. It was going to get held up. You know, there was not there was not enough irrefutable evidence to overturn either one of them. Agreed. Okay. We don't have a line. We don't have the line down the down the wall because some dumbass security guard wants to lean over <laughs> and see what he's looking. Did you see that picture? Yeah, but you can't blame the guy. Dude, I mean, you blame the fucking guy, you, man. man he's trying to watch. I agree. But he's trying to watch the game. He don't know camera. How does he know? Paid to watch the game. Does he know cameras there? You are getting paid Dude, to his, secure people. His, <laughs> he's securing a man. His boy just hit, about to hit a two run bomb. Uh, he's gonna watch it. Okay. Besides that. Going away from that, everybody's blaming Joe West for this shit. And I'm like, dude, you can't blame the guy. You can't blame the guy. No. If, if, you're, if you're sitting, if if they can't tell what happened in instant replay, slow motion, how do you expect Joe West to make the right call when it's happening in real time? The way he saw it is the way he called it, and that's all you can do as an umpire. Yeah. I, that's I, all you can do. A Red Sox friend of mine, we talked about this last night, and I agree with him. The call on the field should have been home run, let's go review. And then it would have been upheld. But the reason why I think Joe West called interference is if you watch that play again, there's a dude in like a white shirt with his sleeves pulled up. He's leaning four or five seats over trying to catch this ball. His hand is on the rail. He's trying to catch the ball. He's obviously in the field of play. He could be hitting one of the other two dudes that were close to the action or close to the You're ball. You're talking about the fat it. old dude, right? The, uh, yeah, he kind of was. Yeah, in a white, and he had his sleeves kind of rolled yeah. up. If I'm Joe West and I see Mookie do that, I see the ball come back in play, I'm seeing this white dude, uh, old the, white dude yeah. reaching over. I'm thinking, okay, yeah, maybe there was some interference. Yeah. Um, my take on it, it sucks to play happen because if you look at it again – I think Mookie Betts was going to catch it. Yeah, easy. Um, he says himself he was going to catch it 100%. But once the w- the way I saw it, his arm was diagonal. It was over the fence. So once his hand was closed by the fan, it no longer is fan interference because he's over that imaginary yellow line that they say is a home run. Yeah, see, I think – but, but the angle but, from the fans, either you can't tell how far they reach down. It doesn't look like they go over the what, line, what, but you can't tell either. The way I'm looking at it is body position. His body is about three or four feet away from the wall still, okay, from from the views that we have. His body is about three to four feet away from the wall. I think it's one to two, but we'll agree to disagree. <laughs> go ahead. And uh, – and he's got his arm. His arm isn't extended out sideways. No, it's more diet, like a 45-degree angle, I w- wouldn't right you here, say? Right? Uh, more like that. I would, well, that's um, yeah. yeah. 45, yeah, whatever. Okay, so the, the guy you're talking about, the fat, the fat white dude, the older he guy. He doesn't come close to even touching the ball. No, he's, he's not close to the ball, but what I'm saying is he's reaching over the, over the yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so if you look at the uh, – because I got a picture of it. That I took from uh, from the from the video. Yeah. If you look at his hand, his hand is right under the other two guys' hands in Mookie's glove. So if he's over the yellow, then the other two guys have to be over the yellow. You know what I mean? There's no way that that uh that if he's if he's over. No, I, I got you. I'm lo- I'm actually looking at it right now, and I see what you're saying. Yeah, I got the picture right here. It's it's hard because. That guy's leaning over. 
You can tell. Yeah. His groin's up against the fence, and he's reaching Well, over. especially that big white dude. Yes, yeah. that's the – and that's why and, I and say it, Joe that, West seeing that yeah. is why he called what But what, what I'm saying is, is is if you see that guy and he's leaned over, the other two guys' hands are right above his, right? Actually, and it's Mookie's. further out, actually. Now that I'm looking at it, look at it again. The one dude's hand well, is no, the, a little. This, ex- this dude's right here. This dude's hands e- further. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I see so, that. So seeing that, I'm like, because Mookie's glove, whenever he comes down and hits the wall, his glove comes down parallel to the wall. Yeah. Well, so I mean, still you can't tell a hundred percent. Well, and that's why, like you said at the yeah. beginning, whatever it's just like what they say in football when yeah, it's a replay. Exactly, there wasn't enough to over. You couldn't see anything. They didn't have a good and, view, and, that's, and that's whatever was thing, called on the field was gonna stand. That's the thing about you know the little. Uh, I got into a little heated debate with one of our boys, Riley. Um, What's up, Riley? <laughs> Check him out at RCA Mobile Oil Change. He'll come to you. <laughs> yeah, you better be a fucking sponsor now. Um, so so. Uh, so yeah, we got into it a little bit, and uh, the thing that he's saying is is that Joe West guessed, he guessed at what happened. But what I'm saying is that yeah, he he guessed he guessed that he it was interference. He could have though exactly. But if he's calling a home run, he's guessing too. Well, true. One, one true. guess is not better well, than the other. You know what I mean? He's still 75 feet, 100 feet away from the play. Yeah, he's still he, he's gonna have good eyesight because you have to to call. Like my buddy said, yeah, he's calling tested. balls and strikes and balls coming in 100 miles an hour. Yeah, well, so y- and, and, you've got to still and if have you look, good eyesight. If you look at the game he had behind the plate, it was the best game ever by an umpire. Okay. See, I, that I, I, dude I had, had the that. best strike zone that I've ever seen umpiring. Which game did he do? He did game. It was game one. Cause no, it, no wasn't game, game one, one was terrible. Oh, because I heard it was game one. No, that's I why. think he did game two or three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. I think he might have done Evaldi's game, but he pitched his, well, by the way. his his strike zone was the best, and I I can't remember what website it was, but they had it rated as a as a like ninety nine percent or some shit ninety nine point four percent was a his rating was for the his game. balls and strikes rating. Yeah, you can't com- if it's consistent, you can't complain about that at all. And, you know, and yeah. His, so this is Joe West's uh score for for his balls and strikes whenever he was behind the plate. He got 159 of 160 correct calls in the strike zone. So he was 99.4%. But he got one wrong call on the field that, it wasn't everyone, wrong that call. everyone's going to be talking it about. It wasn't the and wrong that's call. My, my thing, it obviously, was the right call. you know I don't like both teams, but that's yeah. it sucks because people are going to talk about that. When they talk about this series, well, when the, it shouldn't I mean, be. The, the other thing we go into is, I mean, the Astros still had their chance at the end of the game. Well, they did, Kemp, but Kemp fucked fucked up by by well, trying to test. Let's Mookie. talk about the good things the Red Sox did instead yeah. of the bad call that cost that cost the Astros. It didn't cost they, the Astros. The the well, I know, but you know, some yeah. some Astro fans who, in my opinion, aren't really Astro fans, they just jumped on the bandwagon because they were good. Yeah, and I'm not talking about my friends because they are Astro fans, <laughs> but. The Mookie, uh, Mookie play where he throws out Kent when Kemp had no business running. No, but he turned around. There, there being being three runs down, all you need to do is get, get on runners, base. get on base. That's you, all you need you to do. You got the top of the lineup coming up. Exactly. And what did they do after that? Oh, the next two got on. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And with the double, loaded? so that would have been one run in at least. 
Because Springer hit a double. Yeah. Yep. That's right. Bregman saw the third. Yeah. Yep. So Mookie Betts throws out throws out Kemp on a fucking ridiculous play, man. He got there so fast, and the throw was money. Yeah, it was straight money. Yep. But I mean, that's why to me he's the MVP. Well, because he, he brings that games ad, that yep in more ways added than one. impact in the defensive yeah. area. Yeah. And 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 on the on the Altuve play, the only reason it wasn't called a home run was because Mookie was there. Yeah. Not you know, many right fielders are even attempting. He had a great jump, dude, and he he was he was the Nelson ball Cruz the is watching that hit go over. Just yeah, by the way, exactly. <laughs> the ball hit the side of his glove, which tells me if you if know, the dude the, didn't, the, the fan didn't close his glove, it's going straight yeah. in his pocket. Yeah, but well, yeah, then, Mookie Mookie just showed out, and then the game ender. Yeah. If he doesn't if he doesn't catch that, yeah, it's ball game. But it's Astros winning the ball game exactly. Um, and at least tying it. At least at tying, least tying it, it. at the at the very worst tying it. The one thing that's not being talked about is the pitching for the Red Sox. What David Price was able to do yesterday. Game yes, you told me rest. you told me he'd been he had actually he has been pitching well this whole season. He's just historically never won in the playoffs before last night. Yeah, um, he's always struggled. He's, um, and to come up with six innings pitched, no runs, or with a one run. I don't remember when when they scored that one run, but Yesterday? it was either yeah. They uh, they didn't score. It wasn't on him on Price. So yeah, it goes six, six innings, innings shutout, nine, nine strikeouts, strikeouts, I believe, no runs. I mean that's huge, big time on when, three days rest. When your ace can't pitch because he's sick, who is supposed to? He comes in short days rest. Historically, not a good pitcher, and then pitches a gym. And the, I the, mean that's that the, should be talked about. The great thing is that after the game four and. Kimbrel's near debacle. Oh, that guy. He's um, going to lose y'all game in a series. No, he's Calling not, it. dude. One game. I'm not saying you're going to lose. Um, he's going to lose one for you. He, uh, they said he came straight because he was warming up in the bullpen to come in just in case Kimbrel, you know, really fucked it up. Yeah. They said he came in, and as soon as he saw Cora on the field, he told him, hey, I'm ready to go tomorrow. And that's what you want to hear out of well, he was one fired of the up. top guys. Yeah, oh, yeah, and when that third out happened, he was fired yep. up and – you know, they were talking about it today. Something happened in that bullpen session, him getting loose. It, he yeah, found something or yeah. something happened because he was he was nice his yesterday. Old, his, he used to be an overpowering pitcher, which mm-hmm. he's not anymore. No. You know, he uh, much like CeCe Sabathia for the Yankees, he's had to change the way he pitches because CeCe used to just blow people, blow people away like well, nothing. I, I think the older you get, you realize yeah. in Major League Baseball, if you're if you want to have longevity as a pitcher, yep. you better learn how to pitch, not just yeah. use your stuff to throw. And so, so the the biggest thing for him is location. Mm-hmm. If he's locating, especially he's on, especially on the inside of the plate, the way he was last night, which he got at least three or four strikeouts on the inside of the plate, nasty. I know Bregman didn't like a couple of them, but they were fucking strikes. Yeah, and uh, when he's locating like that, man. It's gonna. It's hard to beat that dude. Hard to beat him. And then our bullpen. Aside from Kimbrel, but your bullpen, bullpen pitched was a lot nasty, better. Nasty man, Brazier. A friend of mine, his his worry with his team, the Red Sox, was that they were gonna lose. They weren't gonna win the World Series because of their bullpen. And, and now see, that they've they've pitched better, but they've improved to where it's it's given them confidence now that they're actually. You know, you can be confident going to the World Series with your bullpen pitching the and way see, it I, is. I felt differently about it because I've always thought that our bullpen was a strength because the way they, they performed early in the season. 
the last month of the of the Red Sox season, I don't even count because we were so far ahead of everybody. Nothing matters. That it was. I mean, we basically rested guys, had our starting pitchers on pitch counts, and you know, we we were just really got ready for, for the anything. yeah, got ready for the real season. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's where people started getting down on our bullpen. Makes but, sense. Makes sense. You know. To me, those dudes have been nasty. Barnes has been nasty all year. Joe Kelly's come in and fucking thrown some gas. Well, Brazier's been a big Brazier, addition. Yeah, and that dude came out of nowhere. Yeah, big yeah. time. And also, you know, the bullpen, but the two out hitting that the Red Sox two did. out, two out, and two strike hitting. Two out, two strikes. Oh, come nasty! Wait, dude. Got, that just takes me back to 2011. Two strikes, two outs, twice, oh. <laughs> and we still lose to thinking David Freeze and those Cardinals. But no, that was that was big in the series. Was two out hitting. I, I think Jackie Bradley had three hits up until Game Four, and they were two out hits, and he had nine RBIs off of that. Yep. I mean that's huge. And Houston, you know they they kept yeah. in it, but they weren't able to get that big hit when they needed it. Yeah, Jackie Bradley had he won MVP with a two hundred batting average. Yeah. It's just he came up with the big hits when when he when the, we needed him yep. big time. You know he has the two. Uh, the the double the three run double in this in game two, grand slam in game three. Yep, and the two run shot in uh, game four. That, yeah, that we were talking about. The Astros came back after the controversial call, yep. tied the, the game up, took the lead, gave it back, took mm-hmm. the lead again, and then Jackie Bradley Jr. hit the two run homer that Awful pretty much gave the momentum. Off of that woman beater they got over there. Yeah, and he, I think that was a wrong decision in game two to bring Osuna in when they did. Yeah, especially because he hadn't pitched. No. Enough of that series. It's over with. No one wants to talk about that anymore. Yeah, Red Sox to the the World World Series. Series, And who will their opponent be? Who do you think, JJ? I have no idea, man. Those two teams are neck and neck. They've been going back and forth the whole series. Uh, Yeah, both. Both. Both teams, I mean, obviously the games they win, you know, but both teams' pitching has been there. It's just which one has come up with the bigger hits. Yep. You know, game. And I thought I thought it was going to be the Dodgers because of their offense, you know, how, how really good their offense is. Yeah. Um, I've really been impressed with Craig Council and how he's used that pitching staff. I mean, you go back to game five, yeah. he pitches Wade Miley, he starts what Wade Miley, threw throws pitches. five pitches, walks the dude, and he takes him out, not yanking him, mm-hmm. but that was his strategy because he wanted to put the ball in the Dodgers court. I forgot, I don't remember who their manager is. Dave Don Roberts. Mattingly. Oh, no, it's Dave Roberts. Dave Roberts. My yeah. bad, my bad. Um, <laughs> he's the one that got that Another steal Red Sox against legend. the Red Sox. Yeah, that, against the Yankees. Yeah, when y'all came back 3-0 mm-hmm. and won the series and then won the World Series. But anyway – Kind of made him was like, okay, your move. And he brought in Woodruff, who is pitching out of his mind this postseason. It was a good strategy move. They ended up losing the yeah. game, but it was still a smart move. But he's worked his starters, his bullpen, and done a good job of mixing and matching because they don't have a blowaway starting rotation or bullpen. Well, they do bullpen. They bullpen, yeah. But not starting rotation like the Dodgers, the Astros, or even the Red Sox. Yep. And what is what – is, uh what does Miley do tonight? Miley tonight. Four, four and a third, two earned runs, four strikeouts. Yeah, that's exactly th- exactly what the Brewers want. Exactly then what they're yep. gonna turn they're gonna turn to that bullpen. Yeah. Corey Knable came in, went one and two thirds, hook him. Yep. Uh then they went Jared Jeffers and 
right now Corey Burns, and I'm sure in the top of the nine, it's probably it's not Hater. It'll probably be Burns to finish it out, and yeah. I'll have a fully rested Josh Hater tomorrow. And that dude can yeah. throw, man. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you're left-handed or right-handed hitter. You yeah. you got tough at bat coming. So that I don't know. I don't know who the Dodgers are, are have lined up for tomorrow. I think it's their if uh, it goes rookie. Tomorrow, if it goes tomorrow, still bottom of the eighth. So bottom eight, we got six to two. Well, six to two and uh, no outs, and the Brewers have two runners on for Ryan Braun. So not going to jinx you, Brewer fans, but it's looking <laughs> like we're going to have a game seven. Yeah. And uh, I think it's going to be a uh, was it Walker Bueller? Is it Bueller? The, is it the kid? Bueller? Him or Rich Hill? Um. Be curious to see if Don, uh, Bip, Dave Roberts pulls a Craig Council and starts Rich Hill for one batter and then comes right. in with Bueller, but I, I don't think that would matter with with Milwaukee's lineup because either way it's going to be. I, I think they should go with the lineup they had today. Yeah, with Travis Shaw in the cleanup and Jesus Aguilar yeah, in the five go, spot. Going going back to the. Uh to the ALCS, the Strohs in Boston. I didn't agree with moving uh, moving Bregman to the leadoff spot. I, I know I know we were kind of pitching around him because uh, Yuli Gurriel behind him wasn't wasn't hitting very well. Or but Gonzalez after or, Gurriel. Yeah, or Gonzalez, but um, no, I, mean, I, to, I to me you can't. If you move that guy to to leadoff, you're putting more pressure on him. Well, not only that, you're it's a diff- taking it's a different some. Strategy. Uh, it is, H- but I don't. Is a different strategy than hitting third hmm, in the lineup. Excuse me, I I don't disagree with that with what you're saying. What I disagree, I, I agree with the move to move him. I would have put him in the two hole. Leave, leave Springer in the leadoff in spot. Him, that's yeah. what he. You want, you want, and that's what he was wants. the hottest hitter. Yes, Le- I mean move him two. It didn't hurt too bad, but leave him one. It hurt Bregman more than anyone. Yeah. But Bregman, Bregman two last two games and you lead off zero for nine. Even though Altuve was you know not a hundred percent, you still put him three. Whoever's pitching is not going to want to face Altuve, mm-hmm. you know. So you, Bregman's going to get some pitches. Altuve with his bad knee was ripping. He was still hitting the ball. Yeah. yeah. And then I did agree. I did like them moving Correa to the four spot. Yes, but after to me he that's showed, only after if he showed that he was that yeah. he was back. And then you take some pressure off Gurriel and Gonzalez by moving them yeah. down a little bit and. You know, I would agree. I didn't like the move to lead off. I like the move to move him because Boston was just going to – I agree with what Boston was doing. Yeah. We're not going to let this kid beat why us. Why would you? If nobody else is going to beat no. you, why would you let him do it? And give him the Barry Bonds so, treatment. Yeah. That's fine. Um, And he needed to be humbled a little bit. I've heard that quite a few times from some of my <laughs> Red Sox fans. Don't be, don't be talking shit about uh, – well, you're too good of a you don't you're a good player. Prove it on the when field, you're man. about to face Nathan Uvaldi, don't go to social media and be like, "Hey, I'm Pre-game. taking some extra game film yeah. and showing up." Uvaldi giving up back to back to back home runs. Yeah, I mean, this is the playoffs. A we shouldn't need or we these players shouldn't need extra motivation. But if you want to give it to them, they're gonna take it. Yeah, because that amps them up. That yep. okay, you okay? I got you. And what did Uvalde do? Shut him out. And yeah. then and then Steve Pierce right away he's like, All right, well, you know, we'll see who's talking at the end of the series. And Pierce came up with some big hits. Yeah. You know, he big would have had a big especially two the run. game after or the, the game. I whenever. think it was Uvalde's game. Yeah, it was Uvalde's yeah. game where he hit that that 
home run. Because he hit a home run, and he should have hit a two-run double if it wasn't for Tony Kemp's great play yeah. on the wall. Yep. That kid was – he played some good defense. Yeah, and and the funny thing is everybody was, was saying that he was a downgrade at left field. No, Cause I didn't from, see from, it. Uh, from uh, Gonzalez, from Marwin Gonzalez to Kemp would be a downgrade. No, I don't think it was a downgrade. I mean, I think to that's, me it's that's about what even. The, that's what the announcers were saying. Yeah, well, but I don't take stock I think, in what I think those more, guys say. I think more of it was uh, arm strength because Kemp doesn't have the arm strength that Gonzalez does. You don't need to in left field with a short, yeah, short field like that. It's like playing in Fenway. Yeah. Manny didn't have the greatest arm. Yeah. You know, he was a goofball, but yeah. he was fun to watch. I can't lie. Yeah. But, right. yeah, he's he needed that. He needed a – Manny Ramirez, not the dirty Manny Machado. <laughs> yeah, he needed a – yeah, talk about that shit. Yeah. Fuck. He, he should have been suspended for game five At because least. what he did was dirty. And, and that's not did the first the time. And he also had the dirty slide in the second. Yeah. So not, that's I mean, two. Yes, the first baseman might have had his leg on first two – too long than is normally accepted in baseball, but it, but it wasn't close. Who cares? The yeah, it wasn't close. close. It's obvious Machado slowed down, he put his down. left leg, and did it. Now, I think the only reason he didn't get suspended is because in the 13th inning of a great ball game, yeah. um, when he got the first, he hugged it out with them because yeah. they, they know each other. That's why he, I don't think – because he got fined. But I think that's why he didn't get suspended because it's like, okay, they they hugged it out, so to speak. Um, because when that play happened, it cleared the benches. Anyway, I, I, even though I haven't had a dog in a fight and I'm rooting against certain teams. <laughs> you still these, need the Brewers to win. Oh, of, of course. <laughs> of course, all the way. And unfortunately, if if Game 7 happens where the Dodgers win and I got to say go Dodgers, well, go Dodgers. Oh, my God, don't do and it. I, don't, I can't stand them either. <laughs> but But I'll say this, the games have been very good to watch. Yes. You know, like I've every single I'd, one of those Astros games and I I'm like I said on the on last week's podcast, that series was straight 50-50 to me. Oh yeah. Cuz the Astros could have easily ran away with it. But well, Boston showed showed they showed why they've been the best team in baseball all season long. Yeah. And I'm so, uh, dude, I'm so I, I was so pumped that we got to run through the other two teams with 100 wins. Yeah. So we we go in we lose one at home to the Yankees, but then we go over and fucking knock, beat the shit out of them in game three and then take game four, which that, that game fucking had me going crazy because of Kimbrough. Okay, yeah. Tell me he's going to lose then, one for y'all versus the Brewers, and man. Then, uh, that's what I told everybody. I was like, Kimbrough might give up one or two runs, but he won't give up the lead. <laughs> but and then and then we go like anybody else wants – or I don't know – a lot of people aren't the way I am, but I want to beat the best teams. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad we got to face the defending champs. We were probably underdogs. We were probably underdogs, and I don't know how it happened, but 108 game or 108, you know, we won 108 games, and we're still the underdogs against the Yankees. A lot of people thought we we were going to get beat by the Yankees. I was one. Yeah, and then we beat them. 108 games we won this season. We're the underdogs to the defending champs, which I can see it. You know, that starting Lent. That, you want to beat, start, the, you wanna beat pitching, the champs, you got to beat the champs. That starting pitching ain't no fucking joke, no. dude. Verlander and Cole, and we, you know, we got to him like nobody else has got to him all season. Cole didn't pitch well in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah which he, he, he looked he looked rattled in, in his uh Big, in big his, game his performance. Start, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, I'm, dude, I'm so fucking pumped for this team. Uh, 
Well, that's what's going to make it better when the, the Brewers beat the Red Sox because <laughs> of who the Brewers went through. The first team ever to to beat a, to the 200 win teams. teams. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I did not know that. That's pretty cool. Badass, man. That we just – you know, I'm glad we got to. Th- I'm glad they proved that they've been the best season, the best team all year, and they proved it in the playoffs. Yes, they did. I mean, we still got we still got to win four more, but you know, we're we're in the shit. That's all that we just need a shot. That's it. Well, it looks like it's seven to two going to the top of the ninth. So more than likely, we will have a game seven. Yeah. And then be able to talk. Get a little more rest from my guys. Yes, get a little more rest. <laughs> Sale needs it because yeah. he's obviously dealing with some sickness or something. Yeah, they said y'all it was are gonna like a need stomach virus or some shit. Y'all are gonna need him to be good. Yeah, so. definitely. Well, let's enough go, baseball. Uh, let's jump into some yeah. college football. What did you? Uh, I know neither one of us were able to watch a whole lot of the UT Baylor game. We were either listening to it or at some other way of seeing what happened. Yeah. What did so you think? From everything that happened, I'm glad we just got we just came out with the W, man. The defense played well. Yep, they did. Only allowing 17 points to Baylor is a, you know, that that offense could put up some points. Yeah, because Connor Brewer's going to be a good quarterback. Yes. And they have some weapons on that outside. And he wanted to beat Texas cuz we, yes, didn't, we cause didn't he's, offer him. He's Longhorn legacy. Yep. His dad, his grandpa and his uncle all came to UT and were quarterbacks. Yep. He he had a big chip going into going into the game because of that, and yep. he, because he didn't get offered to, you know, to come play at Texas. But yeah, I think man, if anything, I'm it should glad. give Texas confidence that man, our defense. Yeah, you I can mean, rely yeah, Baylor is not a top ten football team, no. but the, the offense they knew could our, easily be top ten. Yeah, they they knew. Hey, our quarterback is out. We have to play our A game. We have to stop them. Yeah, because Ellinger went out. Bouchelle came in. And anytime you go with a set your backup quarterback, it the game plan's not for him, so it's always going to be a little different, a little stagnant, so to speak, because you really haven't practiced or done the reps of these plays. It's yeah. part of Bouchelle's strengths, and your defense knows that, so they know, hey, we got to step our game up and make sure they don't do anything. Yeah, because Bouchelle, Bouchelle's strengths are completely different from what Ellinger's are. Yep. Um. He's not – I mean, he can run it, but you don't want him getting hurt like he was all last year. What they say on the horn, he's got functional mobility. Yeah. You know, he but he's not a mobile quarterback, a no. dual threat like Sam. Yeah. Well, he – yeah, he can't take hits, man. No. He's too little. No, but, but he – He can fucking throw the ball He can around. throw the ball, and you get him a run game, he can be very effective. Yeah, and that's the other thing that I like is with him in there, we were able to use more of Keontae Ingram. Yeah, first which, game over 100, I believe, right? Yep. 19, yeah. 19 carries. They want that dude around 20 touches. So he had 19 carries, uh, 100 and 110 yards, I think uh, is what he had. A little over, somewhere around there. Yeah. I thought it was like 119, 160, something so, like yeah. that. Um, yeah, he had a great game. Colin Defense Johnson had a, had a big game. game. Yep. Colin well, and that's and that's what helps Bouchelle is the, the rep oh, – I'm trying to think of the word, but the – Rapport he connected with Colin Johnson two years ago when they were both freshmen. Yeah, they they room together. Yep. They're they're best friends. Yeah. So they say uh, they're like uh, old Col- Colton Jordan. Colton Jordan, I heard that too. Yep. Yeah. So they he knows what Colin likes and Colin knows. You know that's gonna be be a big help if Shane has to start against Oklahoma State with the AC sprain in Sam's shoulder if he's not able to go. Yeah. But I still like our chances. Against Oklahoma State, they're yeah. they're reeling, 
buddy of mine asked, how do they have four wins? And I went and looked at their schedule, and it's because they've played like Missouri State, South Alabama, mm-hmm. and I, the other team, oh, to, uh, Bo- Boise State. That's who it was. Yeah. So, um, a good team, but not great. And Kansas. Yeah. That's how they have four wins. Yeah. I still think it'll be tough because for some reason. Uh, it'll be tough in Stillwater. P- yes. Playing, Definitely. Playing in Stillwater is, is always is always scary. Yep. We, you know, we've had our we've had our troubles there. Now, if you're Texas, if Ellinger's 80%, do you start him or do you start Bouchelle and Ellinger be your emergency? I think that's what it comes down to. It's like if, if, if Bouchelle has a good week at practice, good couple weeks at practice, I'd say you go with him if he if Ellinger's only 80% and like you said use him as a as an emergency. Do you, you know? think do you think Herman experiments with Cameron rising and maybe have him some run packages for him to give you that Sam element? I don't element? think he does. I think it, I think if anything he, he would use uh he would kind of go to the Wildcat with uh, with Lil Jordan. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I think he would I think he would run that more cuz I don't I mean, well I guess he can. He can play what three games without four. having to give they up his redshirt. They can four play games? four games. Yeah, he could, but I mean, I don't know how much. Because I think the hope. But, the, but then heard, again, I don't. I don't know how much you want to take reps away from from Sam. From Sam, that's true. Yeah. Or, or Shane, actually from, from Shane. Shane. Yeah. Yeah, because he he's gonna need all of them. Exactly. As many as he can get. Makes sense. But yeah. I like the Wildcat with Lil Jordan. They need to do that more. Yes. Yes. But. Well, Texas moved up to number seven thanks to all the upsets yeah, that man. were four in the top ten. Pretty yeah. crazy. LSU had a big win at Georgia. You know, I, I said last week I thought that was going to be a tough game for Georgia. I'm not going to say I thought LSU was going to win. I was thought it at LSU, Georgia or was it at LSU? It was at LSU. Cause it was at LSU. LSU. Yeah. Um, they were favored by seven and a half, and I, I said LSU would cover the spread for yeah. what that's worth, but I didn't think they'd win by, what, 20? <laughs> And then, unfortunately for Texas fans, West Virginia lost to Iowa State. Um, Iowa State, man, they're tough to play at home. Luckily, yeah. they come to Austin this year, but still, that's. I mean, oh, Texas they, they doesn't beat, have they beat an Oklahoma easy. State at home. Yeah, they or don't. In, in Stillwater, Texas has a rough schedule yeah. here on out, but it's always tough. Big Twelve is always tough. We're always beating each other up. That's why we never. They don't get enough credit for that. Yeah. They don't understand how hard it is to win in Iowa State when they're playing the way they are and yep. in Lubbock. But they'll tell you how hard it is to win in Vandy or in Kentucky because it's the SEC. Yeah, once a that's, year. That's what I can't stand is how over – the SEC is Alabama a great conference, plays, but they're overhyped. Alabama plays two big games a year. You, well, we can't even – we got to take Alabama out because they're they're yeah. above everybody anyway. But the SEC schools, yes, yeah. play maybe two big games a mm-hmm. year outside of conference. Maybe. So, Penn State loss, which kind of knocks them out of the playoff race because that yeah. gives them two. And there's actually a few games. Well, actually, the one game last week that was big was Oregon beating Washington yeah. in overtime. Knocks wa- Should knock Washington out of the playoff race because it gives them two, but it brings Oregon back and in the race. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And that game, I don't know if you saw the highlights, but the Oregon's Oregon coach called a timeout right before the snap on a field goal kick, uh-huh. and the kicker for Washington made that kick, so it didn't count. Very next kick, he kicks it wide, wide left is what Iced it was. Iced them. Iced them, and they went to <laughs> overtime. Washington got a field goal, and then Oregon got the ball, scored a touchdown, and that's ball game. Yeah. So Washington was seven, so that's helped you know, move Texas up. But 
I don't like looking at rankings right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of, as much as I didn't like Tom Herman, I like his mindset. Let's go 1-0. I want to get a... Each week, let's go 1-0. Yeah, I want to get past West, West Virginia and then... And I want to get past Oklahoma State. Yeah. And then let's talk about yeah. West Virginia because like, they're still, still yeah, going to be they, tough in Stillwater. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like if we get if we beat if we beat Oklahoma State and then we beat West Virginia, it gets a little bit easier. A little easier, but we got a trap game. Yeah. And we all know it's yep. the one place nobody likes to stay for more than <sighs> 10 minutes when you're passing through. Yep. And that it's the great old city of Lubbock, <laughs> Lubbock, Texas. Yeah. But – yeah, they're actually, you know, they're one of the few Big 12 teams that have a game this weekend. Texas Tech, they're home to Kansas. Yeah. So, they should, if they're this Texas Tech, everyone's hoping they should yeah, they beat should. them pretty handily. Yeah. They got a big matchup in uh, in the Big 12, right? Somewhat. O- OU, and, OU uh, and a reeling TCU. Mm-hmm. I mean, TCU needs the game. It's at TCU, right? At TCU, yeah. yeah. That'll help them out a little bit. If if you're a betting man, that I saw the the line on that was eight points. Oklahoma was only favored by eight. Yeah, I don't see how they don't blow them out. Exactly. So you better I would put go, put some, go put some money on that. The OU that would be a game uh, to definitely put on. Yeah, because I th- I'm thinking OU's gonna blow them out the water. They should. They should. Because I don't. I mean, even though Oklahoma's defense is bad, I don't think TCU is shown to have the offensive firepower to keep up. With. Yeah. With OU and they OU should still win by fourteen or more. Yeah, I would think so. Take OU, but there are maybe four or five games this weekend that are going to have impact in the playoffs. We got Michigan and Michigan State. Yeah, that that's always a good game. And Michigan just up or Michigan State just upset someone last week. Uh, oh, Penn State. Yep, number eight, Penn State. So it's a rivalry game. That that game's always nasty, man. It is. Always. It is. A few years ago when the punter dropped the yep. dropped the snap and <laughs> it was a Michigan State that picked it up and ran it in, I yep. believe. And it's in Lansing, so it's that should be a tough game. Um my upset of the weekend, and definitely I would pick them in the spread if you're in that gambling kind of mood, <laughs> you know. Is Clemson at NC State. Both teams are undefeated. Is NC State for real? Nobody knows. Is Clemson for real? Is Clemson for real? And I believe last I saw, I think Clemson was favored by 16. And what I read today is, or actually yesterday, these two schools the last few years have kind of, it's a budding, it's not a budding rivalry, it's been a rivalry. They fight for the, like, Tidwell Bowl or something. Um, It's got something to do with their manufacturing or something that they do in both areas. But, They've always they've played tough the last you know actually kind of last seven years have been real tough and NC State's got hosed on a few calls so my pick to, I think NC State's gonna win the game yeah and so obviously I definitely think they're gonna cover the sixteen Clemson's got something to prove that Clemson's they're for real by 16? I believe I believe they are wow because the NC State's only ranked 22? six twenty somewhere up there yeah yeah it wasn't a it's not too high. They haven't played anybody, and it's you know typical, you know high seat, uh, high ranking team versus a low ranking. Yeah. Um, and defense. Clemson still has a phenomenal defensive line. Yeah. You know, all four of those guys will be playing on Sunday. Sixteen. They're ranked sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Um, I just see Clemson. I don't know. I don't like this game for them. I mean, I kind of see NC State beating them. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. That'll be a good one. It, it should be. The only other really good games I saw uh, that had any conference implications or playoff implications was uh, there's three of them, LSU-Mississippi State, because Mississippi State just came off a big win against Auburn, I believe, um, and then LSU jumping back in the top five. Can yeah. they keep that momentum going on the road? Uh, we got Colorado-Washington. Um, both teams yeah. lost, but – Colorado. Washington's not out of it for the Pac-12 race, so it's still a big game from them. Yeah. And Colorado, one loss. You went out when you conference. You don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and the other one is in the Pac. It's a big weekend for the Pac-12 because you've got Oregon against Washington State. Both are 5-1. and one. Yeah. So that, that's, that's Mike Leach. Game. And, yeah, a winner should, you know, take a lead in the Pac-12. And it's going to be an interesting week for the Pac-12 anyway. Yeah. I will before we move on. I'll say one one game I'm interested to see the score. I'm not going to care to watch the game. Is Tulsa at Arkansas? Yeah, Arkansas is only favored by five points. Well, hopefully Tulsa rolls in there and whoops their ass. This is an SEC school make, against make Tulsa. Texas look a little bit better. Yeah, that that's <laughs> what I'm hoping. Um, so yeah, that's a game that I'm going to kind of just peek in on, see yeah. what the score is, and go Golden Hurricanes. <laughs> Can't stand Arkansas. Yeah. Oh. So we got a start of uh, basketball, right? Yeah, just started a sixteenth a couple days ago. Yeah. Um. What you think about LeBron moving to LA? Uh, I don't know, man. He was bound to go there sometime, I guess. I like the move. I mean, if anything, it. I don't like saying I he's mean, the you, greatest in the world, but always, he's the best player in the league right now. Yeah, you, and he's played how many years, and he's still the best player in the league? And honestly, it's not that close. No, it's not um, close at all. And now, I, I mean, going to L.A., it takes pressure off of him. Yeah, I don't, I've don't. i never seen how anybody else besides him wins the MVP every year. It's it, the same thing when Jordan was playing back in his day, yeah. when, he, you know, when he won six out of eight years. Yeah. He's obviously the MVP, but that's where they maybe should change the name. Like they should try to change the name of the title um, because the most valuable player, as long as LeBron's playing, is LeBron. Yeah. But the most outstanding player, that's different. Yeah. Obviously, it's Russell Westbrook. It's James Harden. You know, it's like doing school, a triple-double uh, for a whole season, that's pretty dang outstanding. And helping your team win when you really don't have any other help. It's like the old it's uh, Peyton Manning rule. He should have won it. Almost every Pretty year. Pretty much every year. Yeah. But he just didn't always have the – I don't disagree with that. Because yeah. Peyton Manning, he revolutionized passing. He oh, yeah. was a coach on the field and just did everything. I, I don't know. He, to me, is a different – You never saw he's what, on a what different he level. was doing before him. No. Now you see everybody doing it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of the same with LeBron because that dude just – he's changed the game. Whether you like it or not, no, you know, he has he's changed the game. He has, and I'm—I hate saying this, especially on the air, but I'm actually rooting for LeBron and kind of, <laughs> kind of wanting to see him do good in LA. I thought I'd never hear you say that. <laughs> I, I mean, either, but it's—I'm trying to take some personal feelings of why I don't like the guy, and looking at it from a basketball standpoint. But see, that, that, that's the thing too—is like 
the guy's never done anything wrong. Well, no, there's other stuff that I don't want to get into that could be considered conspiracy or whatnot. Oh, shit. Here so I don't want to go into that because I agree with you. Is it because you. he doesn't Off believe the in court, the flat earth? It's got nothing to do with flat <laughs> earth or round earth or none of that. Uh, <laughs> no, we won't go into it. But, yes, you look at LeBron. To me, he's like Jeter. He didn't do anything wrong. He wasn't, you know, getting in trouble. He's never... You know, obviously that we know of and listening to his word. He's never cheated on his wife. Yeah. He's been with the same woman. Yep. He's raising his kids. Look at the school he built. Yeah. You know, he's trying to be, whether people like it or not, he's trying to be a positive role model for young black And he's males. always, he's always since he's gotten in the league, he's been like that. Yeah. It's not like he's changing. No. He's been like that since the no, get No, it's just he's getting more and more money. He's able yeah. to do more and more. That's why it might look like he's changing but he's not he's yeah. just able to do more because he's got bukus and bukus of money yeah um, like i'm gonna have once i check my lottery ticket here in a minute <laughs> um don't think i'll have lebron money but i'll be close i'll be in his neighborhood yeah that ain't uh, no fucking <laughs> but i i, I want to see what he does with that young talent i'm not sure lonzo is yeah, a fit th- with that team thing I was gonna but ask i want to see him think, uh, do you think the team that he has now is better than the team he had last year <laughs> Sorry for that, folks. But that, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm gonna right? go out on them and say yes because yes, picking up, you know, Ingram. Do they still have Julius Randle? No, he signed with someone else. Yeah. But they have Ingram, Ball, Kuzma, uh, picking up Rondo, Javale McGee, Lance Stevenson. Yes, they got. Some they teams. might not be as a better three-point shooting team, but I think overall it's a better team. Yeah. Um, because I think that Cleveland team was the third worst team in the history of the NBA to make it to the finals. Behind the 07 LeBron-led Cavs yeah. and the 0, th- I think it was 2000-led my boy Allen Iverson against oh, the yeah. Sixers. You know, those are the three worst teams in NBA finals history. Yeah. And um, so I'm going to say Funny yes to two, that question. two of them are LeBron. LeBron. That's crazy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And actually, that that series he lost to the Spurs, I actually rooted for LeBron. So I wasn't a Spurs fan, so that's why I was rooting for LeBron. Oh. I, I started disliking LeBron when he left from Miami. When he left Miami, when he went back to Cleveland? no, when he went, oh, to, when Miami. He went to Miami, yeah, okay. yeah just I mean, the I whole can the it, whole though. arrogance about it, and you know, I don't even care Com- too yeah, much com- that he did confident. the show or that whole hour long thing because from what I heard, how much money it oh, raised yeah. for the Boys and Girls Club, dude, do it again. But you it's, know, it's, just, it's the same reason a lot of people don't like Bryce Harper either. You know, he's got the same kind of. I don't know if it's bravado. Yeah, it's like the it's just that dude's both of those guys fucking just ooze confidence. Yeah, that's true. You know, well, and a lot of people don't like that because they yeah they don't they take it as arrogant. They they want they more, don't take they want people they want their stars to be more like uh, like Mookie. You know, yeah, humble, more humble, and, and it, it team the same. It, it's it, not even saying they're not humble either. Yeah, it's just that's the look that they give. Even even David Price, you know, during the season they they had asked him. I heard an interview where they asked him, you know, how good does Mookie does, does Mookie know how good he is? And David Price is like, no, he the the dude thinks he sucks. You know, he's always working. You know, that's how I, I don't. Well, get the great it. players in any sport, yeah. that's how it is. They yeah. don't settle. Yep. Because they know 
they're only good as their last performance. So they got to continue to get better. That's why you see some of these players that last three, four years, if that. Yeah. It's because they get complacent. Yeah. Either they're just not that good for longevity or they get complacent and they don't work. Yeah. You know, because there's a lot of guys with talent that don't make it because they just don't work. Yeah. Um, a buddy of mine I went to college with that I roomed with, he went to school with Derek Johnson, hook him, you know, and they were the same year and everything. And he didn't think Derek Johnson would make it at UT or make it in NFL because what he saw in high school was a dude that didn't want to work out. He just didn't. That's not what yeah, he wanted. He, he didn't have that work ethic. Yeah, he just had the gift. Yeah. And, you know, and some have it, and they, that's all they live with. Some improve on it. Yeah. But back, uh, back the NBA. The, NBA's let's, let's go to the guy who broke a lot of people's hearts in Texas. You mean in San Antonio? Broke a lot of hearts well, in San Antonio? There's a, or of, there's a lot of guys in Austin that. <laughs> we'll say the Central Texas area because yeah, I think Houston go. was kind of happy and probably Dallas. Yeah, that's Cuban true. was probably <laughs> thrilled that Kawhi, you know, said he wasn't going to play for San Antonio. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think, especially being in the East, I think that puts Ka- uh, the Raptors as a top two team. Yeah. You know, if Kawhi plays like he's got something to prove because he knows he's healthy or whatever, that makes that team a better defensively because I saw some stats with DeRozan last year with him on the court. Their defensive efficiency was horrible. Yeah, you swap that with Kawhi and even add Danny Green. Mm-hmm. To me, that puts Toronto right up there with Boston as far as the top two teams in the East. Yeah, those to, two, those two teams are going to battle it out for yeah. sure. Not, and That's actually, the they're in the same it. conference too, yeah. so they're going to battle out there and in, in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, the only. Only two teams I think could challenge them in a playoff series would be uh, the Indiana Pacers and the Milwaukee Bucks because yeah. Giannis Antetokounmpo or whatever <laughs> his name is, the Greek freak, can't ever say that name, dude's name right. Um, he's a star in the making. Yeah. So. Uh, if not already a star. Superstar in the making because yeah. you're right. He is a star. Let yeah. me put that super in front of it. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, I, th- I think Kawhi with the Raptors, it's going to be them in Boston. Because getting Gordon Haywood back with Jason Tatum, Kyrie, when I mean, you got the ever-efficient and always reliable Al Horford, yeah. you know, and then they're deep. So they they should come. But if Kawhi transformed that, that Toronto team and actually helps them perform like every they've always thought Toronto could do, and he's gonna they could challenge. And he's going to bring a lot of experience there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And I think in the West, it's Golden State's to lose. The NBA title yeah, is Golden the, State's to the, lose. Uh, the super team of all super teams. Yes. yes. Just got adding, a little stronger. Adding DeMarcus Cousins, who I don't think will be real effective until probably after the All-Star break, coming yeah. back from an well, Achilles they, tear. They don't but have to play that they guy don't need until, the, until the playoffs. No, they, they don't. They can sit him until the playoffs. And he's got range to fit in with their three-point shooting. Mm-hmm. He can pass. It's kind of a joke but it, it's something it's you fair, see man. more it's something you more see on video games because you don't figure you can get these guys and fit it into the salary cap yeah and somehow they make it work so it more power to them for doing it people don't like it but i guarantee you if a, if that person is in that same situation with whatever team they like they're doing the same thing yeah you know why not mm-hmm. if it's gonna bring me championships let's do it yeah you know um that's what it's all about. And and it became that whenever uh whenever everybody started talking about LeBron being the greatest basketball player ever and then everybody's like, "No, well he can't be because he doesn't have as many rings." 
So then it turns into, all right, well, who's you know, we have to get rings. Well, but and that's where people forget that they the same people are just making that argument are ones who want to keep Jordan as the greatest. Yeah. Because if you're going to go by who won the most rings, exactly. Bill Russell's the greatest player ever. Exactly. You know, but you got to look at errors, too. I mean, he was a great player. I'm not taking anything from Russell. But things were different then and now. Jordan, I think what he did for the game of basketball. <clears throat> excuse me. Larry Bird and Magic helped bring it back in the 80s. Mm-hmm. But Jordan carried that torch. Oh, yeah. And what he had to go through beating – you know, getting beat up by the bad boy Pistons, my favorite team. He had to actually go through them and learn how to beat that team. And that built a lot of mental toughness. And then he just, you saw how great he was in those years. Yeah, but it wasn't, um, I mean, it wasn't until he got some help that he started beating that team. Well, yeah. Well, even when he had Scottie Pippen, the one year they lost, he didn't do anything. They yeah. said, we're going to just, we're going to stop Jordan and Pippen. You can't do anything. And the following year, that's where Pippen, learned some mental toughness. He started playing better and that's when they won. Yeah. LeBron has always he's always been the guy. It's always been him and a few scrubs. Him. Yeah. It's always <laughs> been. You know, except for when he went to Miami. Yeah. You know, but um it's just hard for me to say he's the greatest. Uh, he's beat the he beat the greatest team ever. Regular season. Yeah, but that's because he (laughs) whined and complained about Draymond Green. and I mean, whatever. Let's not even get into that. But, no, he did. And he's he's had some of the greatest NBA Finals performances ever. Yeah. You know. um, The dude's great, man. And I I still, when comparing the two, you still have to look at errors that they played in. It was more physical back when Jordan played. Where which, I which think a lot if of people, you switch, a lot of people say that 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 would go against LeBron, which I don't know if it would because that would mean that LeBron could be more physical. Well, it, he could so, be more physical, but I don't think I think he would have been a little more beat up throughout the seasons. Well, I don't know because man. of that. I don't think he that that's my only thing with LeBron playing back then. Um, plus, man, I don't know if he could have handled Rick McCorn. Knocking his ass out in the jaw, but <laughs> um, but I think you know we'll jump into Jordan playing in this era. Yeah. Jordan's averaging forty and going to the free throw line twenty times a game. Yeah, you know, so he's maybe he's averaging more than forty, but it's just the calls are soft now in the NBA. You know, you can't touch them. You can't. I mean, even some of the technical fouls and flagrant fouls they call were called playoff fouls back in you yeah, know but then when I watched. You also got to look at. Um, I mean, there were a lot of white dudes back then when Jordan was playing, man. Well, what what's that guy doing anything? Was, I mean, they're not as good as the. It's more athletic the NBA. Athletes it, we see, got now. It, to me, it's a more athletic NBA, but I think it was a more polished and more skilled NBA as far as fundamentals back in the day. Yeah. Because probably, yeah. these guys had to go that. to college, and in college, that's where you learn fundamentals. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're gonna learn well, something these growing. These guys had to go to college. Who? The NBA guys now. Well, but one and done. You're yeah. still not. I mean, you're going there for one year. You ain't learning nothing. <laughs> I mean, you're learning a few things. Don't get me wrong. But like Jordan, under if you yeah. go to Carolina, you go to Duke, you go to Kansas, you're learning more, fundam- not fundamentals, maybe that's the wrong word, more team aspects, more about the game of basketball and not just using my athletic ability to beat the man in front of me because I'm not much better. You yeah. know, there's more stuff to the actual game. Um, but – I one last take on basketball. I think there's one team that possibly could dethrone Golden State. 
And it's not the Rockets. It's not the Rockets because they can't play defense. They can't play defense, and they signed a guy <laughs> who has known to not ever play defense in Carmelo Anthony um, while losing two or three guys who could play defense. So I think that's going to hurt them in the, in, the, in the long run. But I think Oklahoma City, if they can stay healthy, picking up Dennis Schroeder from Atlanta in a trade helps them – He's going to help them off the bench, give Russell Westbrook some rest. But I think when they match up, if they were to match up with a Golden State, you could go Russell Westbrook, Schroeder, Roberson, George, and Steven Adams and match up just fine with Oklahoma State. And we all know about uh, – or match up fine with Golden State, not Oklahoma State. Match up well with Golden State. Yeah. And we all know about the hatred or rivalry or whatever you want to say between uh, Westbrook and Durant. Yeah. So that's going to amp both guys up. But I, I think it's still Golden State's to win. It should be Golden State versus Boston, yep. you know, unless Toronto decides they want to mess things up. Um, so so this will be the last time we talk basketball until the playoffs start? <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> we might talk a little bit around the All-Star break just because that, that's a little interesting time. But, yeah, just we got to touch a little bit. You know, we have some basketball listeners <laughs> out there, and they want to know our thoughts. Um, um, the Dodgers and Brewers just went final 7-2, so there will be a game seven. Game seven. Yep. All right. I'm curious what Milwaukee's going to do, who they're going to start. Um, if Gio's healthy from his ankle injury, maybe him, but I don't know. Yeah. So, well, NFL. NFL. Last so, uh, week, uh, you know, we talked briefly about it because you wouldn't let me – Go into it in any more detail, but how about them Dallas Cowboys, man? Showing up and showing out against Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, man. They, doing uh, the Connor strut, too. Yeah, fuck, dude, that shit was so stupid. Oh, I loved it. Just because it looked like they were having fun. That's the only reason. I didn't care who it was, but they looked like when they were do they were having fun. And, yes, it's a business, but I've, I'm a firm believer when you're having fun playing a game, you're going to play better yeah. because you're more relaxed. It's well, they're, just they're, come they're, out. they've been playing better at home this season. That too, yeah. Um, and yeah, man. And to be honest, how many people were really faithful in Blake Bortles? Yeah. You know, I mean, Dallas' I mean, defense has been playing pretty good. You, you said it on here. You know, they're they're playing Blake Bortles. Who knows what's gonna happen? Yeah. And, um, get, and luckily for Cowboy fans, we got the the good one for us, but the bad Blake Bortles in general. Yeah. So that was. That was good to see. It wasn't too many uh, surprises, I think, in last week's NFL. No, I don't think so. Um, one, one surprise was actually how y'all struggled against Buffalo. Yeah. Um, and if it wasn't for Nathan, I love to throw INTs, <laughs> Peterman. Um, Could have been a different ball game. Yeah. Kind of, if I'm a Texan fan, I don't know what to think about my team. The, it, uh, it, they kind of remind me of the, the Texas Longhorns where they play to the level of their competition. The offense is confusing. Makes sense. It's uh, it hasn't clicked at all this year. Uh, uh-uh. not for. I mean, we haven't even kept it together for a half. Well, and and Watson is running for his life back there. Yeah, and the kid doesn't know how to slide because he's trying to do too much. Yeah, I mean, it, to me, it would all boil down to the offensive line because he hasn't had time. But against in the Dallas game, he had. You know, he got hit a lot, but he had a lot of time. Y'all didn't get any sacks. No. No, we rushed and pressed him. That's about all, or yeah. rushed and pressured him. That's yeah. about all. 
Well, that's that's one thing I like about our defense is we're getting sacks, but when we're not, we're putting pressure yeah. on the quarterback. And that's sometimes that's better than a sack. Yeah. Because it's um, getting the ball out and yeah, I don't earlier know, than normal. I, I know our defense is coming around. Our defense is starting to play fast, and that has a lot to do with fuck, with having a healthy J.J. Watt. Well, he looks like the normal J.J. Watt. Yeah. You know, I, um, I'm still waiting to see more from Clowney. I Even though he's played well, I'm still waiting to see more. Yeah, the, the last couple games he's played yeah. he's played a lot better. Yeah, I'm just waiting on that offense, man. Waiting for that offense to kick in. A lot has to do with this. We haven't been able, we haven't been effective running the ball. Last year, you know, we were we we ran the ball pretty good. Yeah. This year we haven't. You know, Lamar Miller's been hurt. Alfred Blue's not a. Um, Deontay Foreman. Deontay Foreman's supposed to be been back out. and. I don't think he's coming back this week either. No, Bill O'Brien said he wasn't. Yeah. Which makes me wonder. I mean, are they gonna? They're obviously not gonna rush him back. Yeah, he just might be taking a little bit longer. Yeah. You know? So, I don't know. We just gotta wait and see what what uh if we could get this get this offense going. We play Jacksonville this week, so it'll be a good test. And we play Jacksonville at home, of course. I mean, th- at in Jacksonville. In Jacksonville. So <coughs> yeah, that should be an interesting game. Yeah. Because uh, I. I if Jacksonville, as cocky as they play on defense and how confident they are, their pride has got to be hurt the last two weeks against Kansas City offense is expected. Yeah. But to give Not up against 40 Dallas. against Dallas? Yeah. I mean, I don't remember the last time we scored 40 Mm-mm. in one game. I mean, I've, we've scored 40 in, like the, like in three combined. You know what's crazy but is uh, Dak still didn't throw over 200. No, but 184. But he ran for 82. Yeah. So, you had, you know – 250, 260, whatever that adds up to. Yeah. I don't want to do the math now. Total <laughs> yards from him. You know, that's, to me, he's almost like the modern-day Vince Young as far as his skill set yeah. for us. We need to get his legs involved, get him into the game, and just give him some opportunities to make some throws. Uh, I'm still not overly confident, but, you know, if I'm a Cowboy fan, I'm thinking if we can do that to – the best defense or one of the best defenses in the league, why can't we do that every week? Yeah. You know, somehow – I mean, obviously games are all different. Balls bounce your way and they don't bounce your way. But our coaches look like they coached for a week, had a game plan, players executed. executed. I mean, it was kind of weird to watch. Yeah. I didn't know what I was watching as a Cowboy fan because <laughs> I hadn't seen that too often, at least not for four quarters. Yeah. Um, Especially not this year. So, but with Jacksonville, they're a very proud group. I'm curious to see against Houston what they, what team shows up. Yeah, it's at home. Last two are on the road. Big division game because the loser of this is goes 0 and 2 in the division. Yeah, and Tennessee's 2 and 0. I don't see Tennessee being there in the end. Yeah, but still, you want to get these division wins. Yeah. just like my Cowboys going to Washington. Yep, both our teams on the road this week. Battle for first, um, right? Battle for first, I think uh, if Philly wins, we'll be tied with Philly uh, for first. But um, we'll have the same amount of losses as Washington. One more win because uh, they had a bye a few weeks ago. So that's why their little their record's different than ours right now. But I, I like our chances this week. Um, if we can build – we haven't been good on the road. We're 3-0 and at home and – 0-3 on the road. Yeah. And like Bill Parcells always said, your record is what, what it says it road, is. Yeah. You, are, you are what your record says it is. Yeah. And we're a 500 mediocre team. That's what we are. But you want to build on last week's win. It's your division rival. 
the most hated team in uh, you know that you play all every year. You go up there, Washington's banged up on offense. Mm-hmm. Peterson's hurting. Thompson's hurting. Jamison Crowder's not playing. Um, coming into the game, we're the healthier team. We should win this game, but. What Cowboy Rogue, team's going to show up? Yeah, Rogue struggles. What coaching staff's going to show up? Yeah. What Scott Linehan's going to show up? So, should be interesting. Yeah. Should be interesting, though. It'll be a good game. What about uh, Pats and Bears? Pats and Bears is interesting to me. Um, I think Khalil Mack is still listed as questionable. I think if he doesn't play, I think it's a little easier for the Patriots. Yeah, definitely. But it's still on the road. Chicago's an up-and-coming team. We talked about this last week. New England's defense is not that good. No. They won last week but gave up 40 um, to Kansas City where the Bears head coach came from last year. So it's still similar type of offense. Yeah. Um, not the same kind of athletes. No, not the same kind of athletes, but he, has, but he has weapons. Yeah. It's just Mahomes is way ahead of Trubisky, which Trubisky shows up. Yeah. Um, and, and New Pats, England. Which Pats against those young quarterbacks, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 0-24 yep. in Foxborough now. Now playing Trubisky. So, uh, it's it's an interesting game. New England by three. I, I think it could be a close game. Yeah. You know, maybe 27-20, something like that, New England. Yeah. Um, Sorry for the little giveaway on my pick for our two-minute warning segment. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I – it's still going to be tough in Chicago because that's a tough place to play. And I, what you said earlier, Chicago's going to need to run the ball, keep yeah. New England's offense off the field. Um, and that could be a big day for Jordan Howard, depending on how he runs. Because um, I'm sure he's motivated. He's fumbled either the last two weeks or two of the last three weeks in the red zone, costing mm-hmm. his team a score and actually making the game closer than it should have been. Yeah. So that'll that'll be an interesting game. Another game I like. What do you think about Cleveland and Tampa? Can can Cleveland keep it going? Can they? <laughs> I, I mean, mean, they're not having a great, great season, but it's great by for Cleveland them. standards. <laughs> yeah. It's a great season. Um, I mean, they've what doubled their win total traded, from last year. Traded away their lead back. Traded away Hyde. Um, gonna. I like the move because I think. You, I mean, you get younger. You, you get, get more younger. You see, you want to get Chubb carries. Yes. So you go ahead and put him back with Baker. Maybe this is your one-two punch for yep. the future. Let them get used to one another. Yep. Let them play with each other. You still got Jarvis Land. You got Njoku. They got a young team. Yeah. So you just you let them grow together. You're hoping maybe you're fighting for a playoff spot at the end of the day or in the season. You're not expecting it going young like this, but, hey, what do you got to lose? Mm-hmm. You invested in these guys. Let's roll with it. And um, so it's not like the Bucks' defense has been, you know, lights out. No, they, they, they've been absolutely horrible. I think they have injuries in the secondary. Winston Winston had a really good game last week. Well, the offense, I, the offense Winston, is be the offense. they're going to keep them in games. Yeah. But they're going to lose, just like they lost 34-29, they're going to lose those high-scoring games. Yep. Because when Winston got in there, Peyton Barber all of a sudden became an efficient running back. Yeah. He wasn't doing anything the first few weeks. Yeah. Still got Evans. He loves both the tight ends to throw to, O.J. Howard and Brake. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I think I find this an interesting, fascinating young game, uh, game because it's two young quarterbacks, young offenses, and it could be exciting to watch. Um, it's in Tampa. 
Tampa's favored. I don't know where to go in that game because it's which quarterback's going to show up. Yeah. Cleveland's about, defense has played better. How about Winston coming up and throwing up for almost 400 yards last week? That was big. First game back. Big. Yeah. Um, everyone said didn't, he was looking real good. He was looking good in the preseason. Yeah. And some people predicted him to have a big year. It's just everyone kind of forgot because yeah. he had to be suspended for three games for that and Uber they incident. A, they got a little uh, Fitz magic in their eyes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that slowed their slowed him down a little bit. Yeah, that dude returned returned to earth. Yeah, real quick. And they got a boy from uh from the ATX setting records. Oh, Mr. Uh, Drew Brees yeah. out there in New Orleans. He has a has a chance to join, I believe, two other quarterbacks. So it would make him the third in history yeah. to defeat all thirty two NFL teams if he can beat Baltimore. Yep. Um, and that to me is going to be a tough game because Baltimore's defense, granted they played Tennessee last week, so I'm not going to take too much into that yeah. stock getting 11 are they sacks. In, are they in Baltimore? They're in Baltimore. They're in Baltimore. Um, tough defense. They got Jimmy Smith back. Ted Ginn just went on the IR for, for New Orleans. Yeah. Um, I think a big play in this game is going to be Mark Ingram. If they can get a run game established, with him because he's their best running back. Kamara is a playmaker. Yeah, and natural, a good, natural running back. Natural runner. Yeah. Ingram's the best one. If they can get him going, get a ground game, keep Baltimore off the field, wear down that defense, it's going to give him a chance to win. Yeah. I mean, it's still Drew Brees, but Baltimore's defense has been legit this year. Mm-hmm. You know, I heard a fantasy question uh, who to start, Andy Dalton or Drew Brees? And the answer this week was Andy Dalton. Because of who they're going against. That's not endorsed both, by this show. Both on the road, but defenses were better. Yeah, I'm not I'm not endorsing that one. Uh, You're starting Drew Brees all day. I'm thinking about it hard, but it's hard for me to go against Drew Brees. <laughs> so plus every time I put my faith in Andy Dalton, things <laughs> the go, red rifle. Things go wrong. Surprise, surprise, motherfucker! It's quiz time, bitches. Alright, gentlemen. The rules are simple. What we got? What we got? Five questions. I love winning. Not multiple guests. So you have to write down your answer. You've got to know this past week in sports, encompassing all aspects. Are we ready? I'm ready. Cue the dramatic music. Which NBA team recently fired their general manager? Don't say anything. Write it down. Write your answers. Number one, which NBA team recently fired their general manager? Moving on, number two. <laughs> I, I have a question. Yes. Am I allowed to think on that as I'm going down to the other five questions? Yes. No, you have to answer it right now. We, no. will, we will come back through. We will come back through. <laughs> number two. This famous athlete made his soccer debut scoring two goals. Famous athlete made his soccer debut scoring two goals. I love winning these stuff. Goals. Number three. Which baseball had its pitchers commit just three errors all year until this past week. But they made three in one game. Number four. Quarterback finished the game with 10 completions and 11 sacks. Who was that quarterback? I don't know, but he's hurting today. (laughs) (laughs) I think of the four questions so far, that's the only one I know for a fact. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And number five, this team's defense gave 208 
count them, 208 yards to a single rusher this past Sunday. What was that team's defense? Oh, man, I love winning. Winning. I know that one, too. Winning. Winning. Who did they just play? God dang it. <laughs> man, I have my five answers, although I'm confident my number one answer is wrong. Gentlemen, do we need any any questions repeated? No. no. No, sir. Number one, which NBA team recently fired their general manager? If you didn't write down Suns or Ryan McDonough, <sighs> McDonough? No. I got that one. Yeah. <laughs> you are wrong. Yeah. How's winning wrong. feel now? It's week one, man. I, I expect <laughs> us to know basketball. This, this one ain't a real <laughs> quiz. This is more like a pop quiz. Right? None of us are ready for this. <laughs> T-Wolves were not the team. Number two, this famous athlete made his soccer debut, scoring two goals. Ronaldo. No. It says debut. Debut. Usain Bolt. I thought it was debut from a different team. I didn't know who to put. Usain Bolt. Oh, was it Usain Uh, Bolt? I put put Chad Johnson. (laughs) You know, I I think I remember reading something about that. Uh, Sports news. Number three. Definitely won Ronaldo's debut. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Which baseball had its pitchers commit three errors all year until last week where they made three in one game? Cleveland is that answer. Oh, I didn't get that one. I thought we were talking about this. <laughs> oh, me too. I had Milwaukee. Yeah, that's what I'm nope. uh, I see. But now that he says Cleveland, yeah. I actually remember that. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, dang it. Yes. I failed my quiz already. Number four. Still like winning because I'm going to beat JJ. One, yeah. Who was the quarterback that finished the game with ten completions? I got sacked 11 times. Don't sack ahead, me 11 JJ. times, bro. Marcus Who was Mariota. it? Marcus Mariota. <laughs> did it help you when I said Baltimore sacked the team 11 times, or did you already know that? No, I okay. didn't even hear you when you said that. I don't listen <laughs> while you talk. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. I'd, I'd tune you out, too, so all right. it's all good. It's a There's great no show, then. It's a great show. Uh-oh. One-to-one. <laughs> Question Number five. five. We might Number not even five. need a tiebreaker. This team's defense gave 208 yards. To a single rusher on Sunday, that team's defense was the Denver Broncos. Second week in a row, giving up 200-yard rusher. Denver Broncos. Did oh. you play Broncos? Yep. Who did they play? Can't tell you, but the week before, they played the Jets. <laughs> but uh, The Rams. Todd Gurley went for over 200. Yeah. It was Isaiah Crowell with the Jets. I, and put, uh, I put whoever the Rams played. That's right, right? <laughs> that is that let me, is let me go with the judges. That right. I, I have to give you credit on that because judges, we will accept that. <laughs> we gotta fucking tiebreaker. We gotta go to the tiebreaker. We do have a tiebreaker. Yeah, the tiebreaker, gentlemen. I said, ready your phones for Uh-oh. the tiebreaker. Uh oh, I just set mine down. Uh oh, I'm ready. Where are we going, Pornhub? <laughs> uh, I'm more of an X videos fan. Oh yeah. Um, that one works too. Uh. What is the current percentage of your battery life? 26%. 26? 63, son. 63. The winner that, is JJ. You gotta keep that motherfucker charged, baby. Uh, that was, that's almost the score of the 1995 National Championship game, Nebraska against Florida. Damn, you're old. I know, and it's sad that I, I mean, I don't know if that was the exact score, but it was pretty close. I was what, like seven? Well, when were you born? When you seven? Was that? 1995. I was yeah, a senior in high school. Eight. I was a senior in high school. I was eight years old. I didn't yeah. even have hair on my nuts yet. God damn, I love winning. I'm getting used to it, man. Red Sox, me, the Texans. I'm getting. I'm getting used to it. 
You know, I can't say anything since I just lost the quiz, but <laughs> if I do recall last week's two-minute warning, what do I got written down here? Oh, yeah, I was 10-4, and four and JJ was 9-5, and five, so <laughs> looks like I won on that one. Uh, that's a terrible fake laugh. Ah, it didn't need to be a laugh and because uh, you know what makes me happy about that? The game that caught that gave me this victory was Dallas's ass whooping of those Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. You know how satisfying that is? Because you helped me pick Dallas last week. I didn't help you pick them. Yeah, you did. Because you convinced me of how we were going to lose to Jacksonville. <laughs> and so that made me go out on a limb and say, you know what? I'm sticking with my Cowboys. We're going to whoop them. Damn it. Well, they're going to win this week. And, you know, so since i am got a one-game lead in our NFL two-minute warning pick them, hope to build on, build on my lead this week. Ladies, Ladies and, and gentlemen, gentlemen the, the two-minute two warning. warning. What you got for me? What you got for me? Anymore, so we're gonna get right into the game. Let's do it. Um, Titans Chargers. Titans Chargers. London game. The London game. By the if way, got, if you got anybody playing for Tennessee and San Diego, you need to get up early and set your lineups. Well, if you have people playing for you from San Diego, you're probably not playing fantasy football because oh, this well, is the Los Angeles Chargers. Los Angeles. Well, I mean, dude, come on, man. Come on, you gotta know it's that. It's the Chargers. They're so from anyway, San Diego. 8.30 a.m. kickstart, make your picks, make sure your fantasy picks are in. Uh, my pick in that game is the Chargers. I mean, we talked about it, and we heard about it in the quiz. 11 sacks. Chargers yep. defense is no joke. Yeah, I'm going. Um, I don't see 11 sacks, but I still see a dominant performance by that defense. And Phillip Rivers is having a career year. Yeah. Um, got weapons. Well, I mean, he's been, dude, he's been a good quarterback for a long time. He is, and but, but he's even having a better year this year. I'm going – I'm going Chargers as well. Same. Okay. L.A. Chargers. What What you got on the docket next game? Uh, Pats and Bears. Pats and Bears. I'm going to. Tough game. Tough game. We talked a little bit about it earlier. I'm I'm going to go with the Pats. I have a hard time not picking New England, yeah. especially it's Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not picking against the Patriots in this game. No. Bills and Colts. Bills and Colts. That's an interesting game. It's a terrible. Um, this is a terrible game. Well, I say interesting because they're both bad, so you really <laughs> don't know who's going to win. I mean, if, yeah. if Derek Anderson comes in and can move the ball and not hold on to it and get sacked forever like Josh Allen was doing That's right, and Derek. not throwing interceptions like Peterman was doing. Derek Anderson is starting after being signed last week. And I think that that is partially also why I said LaShawn McCoy was my stud running back because he's, he's – <laughs> Derek Anderson is not a – great or good quarterback in the NFL, but to me, he's way better than Josh Allen at this point and Nathan Peterman. Peterman shouldn't have a job. Yeah. So, um, but saying all that, I, I'm going to go with the Colts. They're at home. They look like they found a little bit of a running game with Marlon Mack last week, his first game back. I think Hilton's still going to be out, but Buffalo's defense is not good in rush defense. Um, I got Indianapolis. Yeah, I'm going uh – I'm going Colts as well. There's no way I'm picking the Bills on the road. No. Texans, Jags. You know who I got. I got the Texans. I know who you got. Uh, this one, man, I don't know. Can Houston win four straight? They've had the ugliest three-game winning streak <laughs> that I can remember from any team in hey, a long while. But it's while. a three-game winning streak. Hey, you just got to get the W's. <laughs> Doesn't matter how they are. Well, they're hard one to come of, by hey, in the NFL. One of them was against the Cowboys. <laughs> um, because of health, um, I'm gonna go with Houston. Also, I was kind of torn on that one. 
I may change on Sunday, but as of right now, I'm going to go Houston. They just traded for Carlos Hyde. That tells me either Fournette, maybe he's not 100%. Maybe he won't ever be 100% this year. And TJ Yelton, they're still, he's still hurting. Yeah. So, but this game, I'm going to go with Houston. I'm going to go with you on that one. Next, we've got uh, Lions and Dolphins. Mm. Another who care game. Yeah. I, man, on the road. I'm going to go Detroit. Okay. Uh, their defense isn't that good, but I don't think with Miami starting Brock Osweiler, I don't see him doing what he did last week. I'm going and having uh, a good game. I'm going Losweiler, man. You're going Osweiler? No, Losweiler. Losweiler. Yeah, Dolphins. Okay. Dolphins for the dub. They're at home. I could see it. Uh, next, we got Vikings and Jets. Easy. I'm not even going to talk about this game. Vikings. <laughs> yeah, Vikings. Panthers, Eagles. Ooh. That's a, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. Man, I don't know. Panthers, Cam Newton on the road. You know. Wentz, Wentz is looking better and better every week. Because the NFL is so weird, and Carolina just lost to Washington that they had no business losing to on the road. I'm picking Carolina to upset Philly. That's I'm, my. I'm, I'm picking, picking Carolina. the Eagles because you got those Cowboys blinders on. No, it's it, this one is <laughs> this. I'm 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 one of the more realistic Cowboy fans you'll meet. Trust me. I got the, this the one. Eagles. This one isn't a. This one isn't a Cowboy blinder one. <laughs> Browns and Buccaneers. Browns and Buccaneers. This. That's another tough one, man. They got some. They got some good matchups this week of terrible teams. You know. I, <laughs> I want to it, – it's true. I mean, this should be an exciting game. Yeah. Um, Two number one picks at quarterback going against each other. I mean, obviously they don't play against each other, but they're the stars of their team. You know, I'm going to go Tampa at home. I, I really – that's the only reason I'm picking them is because they're at home. I'm going to have to go Browns, man. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb's going to make some plays. I think it's going to open up the passing game a little bit more. Uh, and that Buccaneers defense is terrible. It's terrible. Um, it's Charles Barkley says terrible. Yeah, yeah. I got Browns. Okay. Saints and Ravens. Does Drew Brees join the two other quarterbacks? Beat every team in the NFL. If the NFL's fixed, yes. <laughs> so that being said, I'm going there Baltimore. You go with your conspiracy theory. Go Baltimore, again, man. Uh. I'm going Saints because it is fixed and it is a conspiracy theory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll go with Saints. I'm going with my Austin boy setting setting records. I, I I'm not I haven't been a big Breeze fan throughout <laughs> his career, but he is a class act guy and it would be nice to see him kind of reach that milestone. All right, we got uh your Cowboys and the Redskins. You know who I'm picking, yeah. especially. I mean, this is where this is where I'm always gonna have my cowboy blinders on. <laughs> is when we're playing our most hated rival. Yeah. Because you throw out the records. I mean, it's not like rivalry in college sports, but there's some NFL rivalries that are that way. Philly and the Giants are that way. Cowboys and Redskins are that way because it's it's been so long. The yeah. fan base, and that game, I will never pick Washington. I, I will am not ever go pick Washington. Redskins. Uh, see, I'm already liking my chances you know to why? win. You know why? Because AP wanted to come to the Cowboys, man. That's and true. Y'all didn't take him. That's true. Well, so we, he's, we, he's gonna he's gonna prove a point. We could take him, man. 
He's going to prove a point this week. We weren't going to take him after we took Zeke. Rams, <laughs> Rams and Niners. I would have rather us taken Ramsey in the draft <laughs> and then gone after Peterson, but that's another topic. What game? I'm sorry. Rams and Niners. Uh, just like the Minnesota game, we're not even going to talk about this one. I got yeah, the Rams. Rams are rolling right through Ernest Ledesma's Niners. Yep. Sorry, Ledesma. You're going to have a top two pick this year. <laughs> you and Oakland. Bengals and Chiefs. Bengals and Chiefs. That's it's going to be a tough one. game. Chiefs at home. Chiefs at home, and that's why I'm going to go Chiefs. That's the Sunday night game. Sunday night game. I do think Cincinnati's defense is pretty good. Well, I'm not going to say pretty good. Good and better than Kansas City's. But Kansas City's too good at home against Cincinnati. You can't trust Dalton, I don't think. And I'm not a big Vontez Burfecht fan anymore. Yeah. After his dirty shenanigans, yeah. hitting Brown late, pointing at Juju Smith-Schuster and saying, I'm going to hurt you next. And yeah. then – coming out and saying it again later in the week that you hope you heard him. Uh, I don't like that kind you know, kind of talk or kind yeah. of play. And that's not why I'm picking Kansas City, but likes it a, helps to Nobody likes a them. dirty player, Manny Machado. No, they don't, Manny. Yeah, I got I'm Kansas going, City. I'm going Chiefs, too. Okay. And Monday Night Football. Monday Night. You want to do the the Monday Night song or no? Go ahead, sing it. I was going to go, da-na-na, na-na-na. No, so that's not. That's ESPN, I know. Yeah, uh, there's a lot, but we won't okay. get into that either. <laughs> the uh, Giants Falcons, Falcons yeah. at home, two and four. You know, Giants if, one and five. If Eli had been playing well and could actually throw the ball, I would be tempted to pick the Giants in this one because Atlanta's defense is so bad. You've got Evan Ingram, Saquon Barkley, Odell Beckham, Sterling Shepard. You've got weapons, a lot of weapons that you should put up thirty to forty on this team. Yep. But I don't trust Eli to do it. I trust Matt Ryan and that offense to score more points, so I'm going Atlanta. I got you. I'm going to go Giants because uh, they're going to tie up Eli Manning in the in the locker room, and Peyton's going to roll up in there, and he's going to put up 50 against the Falcons. Yeah, that would be an upgrade. <laughs> Even Peyton at the age <laughs> of 50 would still be better than Eli right now. Yeah, no, but I'm really taking the Giants. I think they're finally going to get their offense together this week against that terrible defense. It'll be interesting to see which Eli shows. Is he, is he going to want to prove something? You know, because all that talk Beckham had, you know, he's he's looking to be right. Yeah. You know, which I don't agree with how Beckham went on ESPN or whatever station he did with Little Wayne and did that interview and kind of threw some of his team under the bus. Man, you don't do that. Yeah. You know, just go play. If you don't like what Eli's doing, go talk to your, your coaches and management or whatever. But don't don't spill dirty laundry in the media. That's yeah. always a what a a con for most yeah. professional players is say don't air the dirty laundry. Let's keep it in house. All right, man. Last game, uh Broncos Cardinals. I know you took the Cardinals and I took the Broncos, so I got a one game lead already. Oh no, no, no. You can <laughs> you I've got clarification on my pigskin pick'em page that I picked the Denver Broncos. <laughs> So I was gonna say my stud of the week was Emmanuel is gonna be Emmanuel Sanders because <laughs> he had a monster game. I, I really like what they're doing with him in Denver. Um, yeah, I don't if like you, if that you don't not using Thomas, if you don't have him, I would try to trade for him if you could because Keenum likes him. They're running reverses with him. They're letting him throw. They're gonna let that guy just yeah. play. So that's some guy I, I think would be a big get. Yep. But yeah, I got Denver. That's a. That's the end of the two minute warning, and we're gonna wrap this baby up. So, 
Again, follow us on our Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all from the left hash. Or I think our Twitter and Instagram is left hash sports. Um, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Join our Facebook page. Ask us any fantasy football questions you have for us or and, any and other topics you want to you want us to talk about or cover in depth. Yeah, give us any feedback. Yeah, uh, we really appreciate it. Thanks for listening again. Thanks for listening, everybody.